0: Merry Christmas, Michael.
1: Merry Christmas, Jim. You filthy animal. There are movies that you can see, and then there are movies that you gotta see. Pop the popcorn and grab your favorite snack, and join Jim, a former Hollywood visual effects artist, and Michael, just a dude who likes movies, as they sit back and talk about a movie that you gotta see, as well as look at the deeper themes that make these stories more than just a movie. Welcome to You Gotta See This Movie. All right, welcome to You Gotta See This Movie. This is a podcast of two guys who love to talk about movies as well as the deeper themes that make these stories more than just a movie. I am Michael, and with always, it's Jim. Jim. That's me all right so in this podcast we talk about movies and if you're into that sort of thing please give us a like and consider subscribing so that you never miss an episode all right jim we are here and it's officially christmas time
0: it is officially christmas time i
1: feel like this year is just blown by yeah so fast yep so i think like halloween this is another just good time to watch movies um what are your some of your favorites
0: oh gosh christmas story yeah Santa Claus, Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Yeah.
1: It's always a good one. Yeah. White Christmas. That's always on the top. Yeah. I got to give that one a go this year. Yeah. I mean, I, I've seen it. Oh, wait, wait. I always get that confused with Holiday Inn. Oh, well, White... I've never seen Holiday Inn, so. I like that one better. Yeah. Yeah. White Christmases. So do you have any, like like, traditions, like Christmas traditions that, like, kind of rotate around movies or that, you know what I mean? Like... Oh,
0: around movies. I
1: mean, we always had a list of, of, of movies that we go through. Yeah. The
0: treasure chest of Christmas movies. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. And, you know, just speaking of homeless, this movie is one of them um, that uh, it's like we all have movies we all want to watch, but there's like, yeah, like you said, like there's the must watches of the year that we're like, we're all together. We're eating popcorn. We're probably getting pizza that night. And we're, we're watching it. Christmas pizza? Christmas pizza.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm having a hard time with that shirt that you're wearing there. like, just oh, My what? eyes just keep what like, closet. I don't know, man. Well, it's, it's my, just my a, Christmas shirt. I know. It's
1: just like cats staring at me. No, it's like Claus is coming to town. Kitten Claus? Yeah. It's like Claus, man. All right. Yeah. All right. There's not a lot of Christmas shirts out there that I would wear. Okay, but I'm really. Did you into pick Christmas that out or did I'm like, really into cats. So,
0: well, you're not into cats. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not into cats. Yeah. Okay. But so, yeah, I picked it though. I mean, he's literally staring at me with them cat eyes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Don't get entranced. All right. All right. So yeah, so Christmas pizza and movies. Mm-hmm. That's all good. That's all good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it's such a busy time of year, but like for some reason sitting down and watching movies is always the, yeah the final thing. So, all right. So I got a list for you, for you, Jim. Right. And of course everyone has their top Christmas movies of the year. I'm sure I have my list. You have your own personal list, but mm-hmm. according to the AV club, what do you think is they have a list of the top 30 Christmas movies ever made. um, And I want to see if you can guess what's on the top five. Top five. I will tell you what number 30 and what number 29 are. It's hard to believe. So, no, there so are, are a lot. So you kind of have. Is, okay. um, so number 30 is the Santa Claus, which, which you remember mentioned with Tim Allen. That's 30? That's number 30. That's all the way down there? Yeah. I thought that would be a lot more popular. Yeah, I thought so too. Number... Twenty nine, which I kind of agree because I'm not a big fan of this movie to be honest with you. Is the Polar Express? Yeah, I don't think I've watched that in you its ever, entirety. Yeah, do you ever have movies where you are like I want to lo- I want to like this movie? Yeah, but I just don't. Polar Express is one for me. I love the book, and I loved growing up hearing my teachers would we'd always read it. And yeah, um, but man, yeah, that movie is horrible. The animation was kind of odd. Like the character yeah. animation was kind of creepy a little bit. All right. Well, that's number 29. Okay. All right. So see if you can guess what is in the top five on the list. Now I'm looking at that list and I'm like, yeah, I can see where someone would put this on their top five. It's not necessarily my top five, but I can see where someone would put these movies there. All right. Uh, Christmas
0: story. It's got to be in the top five, right? A Christmas story. It is number four. Okay. Uh, Elf has to be that's super popular it is number five
1: wow look at that all right um you might get these okay holiday inn is that no no in f- fact that is not even
0: on this list Not even on list. yeah i guess okay white christmas has got to be on the top right that is number 10 on this wow. list so it's not top five all right I, say, I was thinking like the Santa Claus, but you said that was way down
2: there mm-hmm. at 30. Mm-hmm.
1: Charlie Brown Christmas, is that considered a movie? That is on the list, number seven, but not in the top five. Man, I'm, I'm surprised you're, there's one movie here I'm surprised you haven't said yet. Oh, like, It's a Wonderful Life. That is number one.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Okay, so I got three of them so far. Yep. Miracle on
1: 34th Street. That's number three. So did I get all? No,
0: nope,
2: I'm missing? missing
1: number two. Number two is going to be a hard one, I feel, but you're going to be like, oh. The right. Bishop's Wife. Um, No, not even on the list. Uh, yeah, horrible. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer.
2: <laughs>
0: Number 15. No. I'll Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, not on the list. <laughs> Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, Grinch that Stole Christmas.
1: That is... That... Uh, that's number 14. Okay, I give. All right. It's uh The Christmas Carol, 1951. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Elf, Christmas Story, Miracle on 34th Street, Christmas Carol, and It's a Wonderful Life. Round out the top five movies. So is there a Christmas movie that, one of my favorite Christmas movies is not actually on this list. Um, so is there a Christmas movie that's, kind of you feel like they maybe overlooked that you really like you know what one that i started
0: adding to my list is jingle all the way
1: jingle all the way that is a great movie
0: okay you say it's great because it's like when i first saw it i'm like oh, this is kind of dumb oh but no it's it's definitely dumb but, but i mean it grows on you right yeah yeah
1: that was uh man yeah that's like my christmas eve movie like i watched that in the day before i would go to yeah. my family's is like because that all takes place on christmas eve that's not on this list. It should be. I don't know. That's that's horrible. Um, yeah, that that's such a good movie. It's you know Schwarzenegger doing his thing. Yeah, but yeah, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah, and me growing up in the oh, time and, of, and the the whole battle between
0: him and oh yeah, well, Who's that the actor? I can't think of his name. The the mailman, Sinbad, Sinbad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's hilarious. He's hilarious. Yeah, man. yeah, that's good. Yeah, there's a movie. Uh, it's called Christmas Every Day, and I think it might have been like a Hallmark's special type abc Mm. i don't know but it's about a kid that wakes up and every day it's christmas morning it's kind of like groundhog day but it's christmas every day it's really
1: funny yeah it's really good that's neat. yeah uh for me one of my favorite movies. and this is mine and my wife like this is like our we watch this every year and we did since like we were like newlyweds um is a movie called four christmases and it came out, I think in 2008. I'm, I think don't quote me on that. Uh, but around that time. And, uh, it's about this couple that normally goes like on vacation during Christmas because they don't want to deal with their families. Yeah. And like both of their families are divorced. So they would have to go to four different Christmases in one day. And so they end up not doing it because of the, the they can't go on their vacation because of a plane delay. And, uh, and so they 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 have to spend time early in the morning at the dads then the moms and the other dads and moms and this is this a hilarious movie it's a pretty funny movie me and my wife crack up every year when we watch that movie okay I might have to check that one out yeah might not be for everybody but we find it funny yeah christmas with the cranks christmas with the cranks that's a funny
0: yeah. one that one that one kind of grows on you
1: yeah yeah that's like that whole the uh, What's the, the hand that they want?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, they're going for Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I remember we had to we had to rent it. Like, for some reason, we really wanted to see I was like, oh, let's watch it. And then it turned out, like, you couldn't, it wasn't free anymore streaming, so we rented it. And then mm-hmm. it was, like, one of those, like, decorating the house Christmas days where you just kind of decorate it and sending them stuff. So we just kind of let it play. Yeah. Like, over and over again. And we figured <laughs> the more time it played, the cheaper it got yeah like, do you realize <laughs> that this this viewing is now only costing us, yeah, fifty cents per view? yeah, we did
3: it. We did it. We got a deal
1: all right. Well, Jim, mm. what is the movie that you got to see this Christmas season?
0: This movie that you have got to see is home alone. Mm. You know what's great about this movie. It's a soundtrack. Yep. Yeah. I mean, amongst other things, but it's just memorable. Iconic. Iconic. Just from the opening scene.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Gets you every single time. 1990. An eight-year-old troublemaker mistakenly left home alone must defend his home against a pair of burglars on Christmas
1: Eve. Yeah. Written by John Hughes. Yeah. Amazing. We just got done doing plane trams and automobiles. That's and now right. We're on right. And the movie that he wrote. Mm-hmm. Directed by Christopher Columbus. Yeah. 1990. So what's your history with me? Did you see this in the theater? Did you? I don't remember. Yeah. Don't remember. I specifically remember. Oh, really? Nine years old. Yeah. Um, You know, you, you see the previews. It's about this kid making all these traps and, you know, putting these... Burgl- and you think, like, that's what the whole movie's about. yeah. So it, it really isn't. Like, that's, like, the last, like, what, half hour, 20 minutes of the movie is the part that, like, grabbed every single kid in my generation. Now, did like, they did they,
0: like, advertise it as that? Like, the kids making yeah. traps? I mean, yeah. that was, like, their big selling I, point. I
1: can remember, for me, like, the big scare of the world was... Um, well, least in our neighborhood was like, oh, a van's going to come and kidnap you or like there's robbers. So like there was always like this inherent fear of like adults. So to see a movie where the kid kind of flips the table on that and makes all these traps and put all these, you know, adults, you know, these robbers through the ringer, like we were all in, you know, and of course, then going home, trying to make traps your own yourself and then realizing that. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're still just kids. It was huge though when it came it out.
0: Huge. It was huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not your not your uh, traditional Christmas movie, no. You know what's weird? As I remember, there was there was uh, the Beauty and the Beast. I think it came out around the same time. Disney that
1: came out in 92. 92.
0: I just remember Home Alone was a was like still a big craze. And they advertised Beauty and the Beast. I remember the ad was like, "The castle is under attack, and they must defend it." And they show like all these gags where where like all the little, you know, the household characters come to life defending the castle. Oh wow! And they totally played it out like it was Home Alone. I'm like, that has nothing to do with Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. They were just like, "How do we get people to watch this?" Maybe it was a maybe it was like the video release, and they're like, "Okay, let's advertise this. How do we cut?" Cal- oh, I was like a
1: yeah combination thing yeah rather than advertise
0: it as some love story between a a, you know a girl and a a monster it's no the castle's under attack i just thought it was like come on guys
1: yeah yeah anyways yeah no this is a crazy this is one of those movies i can remember like every like family get together or whatever everyone knew this movie like i didn't know anyone who hadn't seen home alone it was like a movie that everybody saw and watched it, whether or not they liked it or not, but just everyone saw it and had something to say about this movie. So,
0: Christmas movies are like, like holiday movies are a big deal. I think it's because people are, they're home, you know, they're on Christmas vacation. What do you do? Let's get together, go see a movie. Yeah. This is the theater and it's huge. And now everybody's like, everybody's talking about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. i trying to remember like what month that was. but I definitely saw this in the theater. Yeah. I remember my grandparents took me to see this. This is a good one.
2: Hmm.
1: Anyways. Your grandpa. Fred Jones. Uh, yeah. Fred Jones. Yeah. Fred Jones did take me, which I do have an
0: update on that. Oh, oh update please. So, cause I do, I think we should have like a Fred Jones, like
1: <laughs> part of our set here. <laughs> that, you know. Um, yeah, I, w- I mean, I guess we could talk about this. Uh, yeah, I found out like what he did. I, I talked to my dad and my uncle. Okay. Got some like, you know, really like asked the right questions. He's like, you know, said so like, don't just tell me you work for the movies. Um, So he worked for, there was a, 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 I guess it was a separate company, but it was on the lot of Paramount. Okay. But it wasn't like, it wasn't like owned by Paramount. If that makes sense? I, I don't know if it makes sense to me, but okay. but it was on the lot. It was his own, it was a lighting and a rigging company. Okay. And and so that's what he did. He would, you know, uh, they would rent all the equipment out to yeah. the studio. Okay. Um, if the studio, if I guess there were certain times where the studio had their own lighting equipment people, mm-hmm. and they would just rent the equipment and take it. And there were other times where the studio was like, we don't have anyone for this movie. That's where my grandpa would then go out. To the actual, you know, locations and oh, film. Okay. So was it Mole Richardson? Was that the lighting company? I don't know. That I couldn't get an answer for. Okay. Because that was another thing. So I said, I think in the last podcast I talked about he I think he worked for a company called Jay Dolly's. Because there was okay. always this sign in his garage that said Jay Dolly's. Okay. <laughs> so forty-two years of my life, I always thought that was the company he worked for. It turns out that he was r- taking home dollies and rigs and rehabbing them in his own garage. Okay. And then taking them back and selling them back to the, the studio or the company. So they, it was they, his own company. Jay Dolly stood for Jones Dollies. Oh, that's hilarious. So because they probably just threw them out. They just threw them out. Yeah. yeah. And he would go, he'd take them back because yeah. he was a machinist. I mean, yeah. he, he was, had you know all this machine stuff in his garage. He'd fix them and then and then once they're good they're it's like them back yeah yeah
0: i mean like this light here that's that's uh you know thrown out they threw this out wow. and, and this is actually Mol richardson purple that's their signature color oh dang yeah crazy so i wonder if you worked for Mol richardson
1: so now we have to know because maybe that's yeah that i don't know if we'll ever have an answer to because i think i got everything out of my that was it huh yeah
0: there's more there's more to be found but I looked on IMDb and I was, I like, did find a
1: Fred. Oh, there's a lot of Fred Jones. I
0: know, actually. and I kind of looked through them to kind of find out which ones. And now, yeah. so okay, we
1: got to figure this out. Yeah, like I said, he only said like his name was in credits like one or two movies. But that's all it takes is one or two. It could be. I don't know.
0: All right. Yeah. So the lighting. The, yeah, the so lighting. That's what he. That's what he did. Okay. All right. Primarily. Okay, we got more to go on. Yeah. All right. You got a picture of him? Like a little thing we can. Not on, on me. That we can put in, like, a frame, you know, somewhere.
1: yeah. I'll find one. Okay, you got to find one for Jones. All right. All right. Well, let's get into the film. Um, So, the opening scene, (laughs) a lot of chaos. Like, you're, as you're an audience member, you're watching this movie, you're immediately slammed into the world of Kevin, and you find out that that kid, that's why, when you read the synopsis, and... I've I read a lot of synopses on the movie. They always kind of painted Kevin in a negative light, you know? And I don't know if like back then it was just like, yeah, that kid was, you know, a jerk. He was rude to his parents, but he's no worse than the other kids, man. But Those you see, kids. but you kind of see the world he lives in. It's yeah. kind of chaotic, right? Yeah. yeah. And you're like, Oh, no wonder he's like that. He's like, he's home alone before his family even leaves the house. Like, he's overlooked. No one really listens to him. Um, so, yeah, you just see everyone running around and packing, getting ready. Uh, there's one scene I want to kind of talk about because I've always had an issue with it um, as I've gotten older and, and appreciate what money value is. You know, there's a scene where, you know, he was messing in the garage building ornaments for the family. Like, Kevin, that's what Kevin was doing, right? He's building ornaments for the family. And the dad says, "You weren't using my new fish hooks, were you?" I says, "Well, of course I wasn't. The old one has fish guts on it." You know, it's like this. This dad is taking not only his family, but his extended family to Paris, right? And he cares about these fish hooks. Like they got to be like what five dollars? Yeah, it's like I'm, I don't think he's a man. You know, you know, hurting for
0: money for fish hooks. I don't know. You know, I I've I've heard that people with money, like lots of money, they're like they have money because they don't spend it. Spend it. Yeah. And they 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 look out for every dollar and and even though he's taking the extended family on a vacation. Yeah. to Paris, but yeah. Like the pizza, it's probably like the cheapest pizza.
1: Little Nero's pizza. Little Nero's. Yeah. 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 It it's it, also interesting too is that as I've gotten older, you know, I, I read this on like, you know, Facebook and all the time. Like everyone wants to know what did Kevin's dad do yeah. for a living? <laughs> what did he do to afford that house, to afford everything, um, to Inve- take the family to Paris? Investments. Investments. Yeah. Investment banker? Yeah. Investment banker. Hey, yep. I, I was thinking maybe he like sold like kidneys on the black market or something. Oh, maybe. Yeah. He's In- got that, like, he's got a too nice, nice of a face and a smile. Yeah. there's something behind that yeah like a like a caponimo-esque well and fred uncle fred oh he's oh. the worst oh i don't trust that guy yeah anything yeah <laughs> yeah he's a guy that does he he is the cheapskate oh right? big time he's the one right oh, the, yeah. the coattails of yeah of his dad yeah that's funny so what do you think of uh the old man marley subplot of the movie Oh, that's great. Every neighborhood yeah. has an old man, Marley. They do, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So do you have one? Do you have one?
2: Yeah.
0: I can't think of one right now, though. But no, I, yeah, there's always like this creepy old person in the neighborhood, and then you start, you know, telling stories or imagining things about them. Yeah. And, yeah. Did you?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he wasn't creepy. That's, that's the sad thing. Yeah. He's <laughs> exactly. probably just a nice old man. Like, we yeah. had this guy, his name, his name was Mr. Blue. I assume I think that was his last name. I know we just called him Mr. Blue, and he uh was this some old man that lived in a house by himself on a block. He drew like he drove like this nice corvette. He took care of every like his house was pristine um he would you know say hi, he'd say hello, uh but that was you know as far as it would go. um I can remember a couple of times hitting a baseball onto his house, and he wasn't too happy with that. Um, but I can remember my sister having a, uh, a sleepover one night and she asked me like, Hey, Michael, can you tell us a scary story? And I'm like, Oh, I'll tell you a scary story. And it was some scary story all about Mr. Blue and how he hides bodies in the house and how that's why we never, cause he had like these, um, in front of his front window, was like these, it was nice. It wasn't, it was like, uh, these bushes. I don't know what they're called. It wasn't like they were overgrown, like they were, well, manicured and nice, but you really couldn't see into his house. A hedge. Just a a hedge. hedge. Yeah. Yeah. I guess a hedge. Yeah. And yeah, I would tell him like, yeah, that's why he has that. So you can't see in his house because he has all the bodies hanging from the ceiling.
0: (laughs) No, This was after Home Alone. So you kind of, you kind of, I don't even know. I can't remember.
1: No, I can remember, I can remember like growing up and having older kids tell me crazy things about him. And then kind of making my own story oh, so as I got older. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, he was a oh, legend. Yeah. I'm sure he's long gone now. Yeah. So RIP Mr. Blue. But, uh, but yeah, so old man Marley's the South Bend Shovel Slayer. That's so, right. You know, when Buzz is like, he's making it up
0: as yeah. he's telling him, just adding to the story. Yeah. yeah. Buzz. But yet those, they're, they're like, they're
1: in it. Right. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, you're right. You know, he probably does have those bodies in the salt. Yeah. And the poor guy's just doing a, a, a nice thing for the neighborhood, yeah. salting the... Yeah, he's an old guy. He can't help but look mean. He yeah. Just looks, you know, he's, just, he's old. Yeah. That's funny.
0: Buzz. And then, of course, Buzz.
1: Let's talk about Buzz. Oh, man. I hate that guy. What a jerk. The brother... Yeah. ...who uh, can manipulate the parents into anything, right? Yeah. 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 Older brother... Pushes Kevin around, teases mm-hmm. him, makes fun of him. But then comes across as like the good guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, it's, nothing's ever
1: his fault. Yeah. He's responsible. Yeah. Yeah. He's a cool room though. Did have a cool room. He had a cool room? How's this room cool? I don't know. I just thought it was nice. It was cool. I like, got tarantula in there. You got, I, don't, I never really paid attention to his room. You know. got a tarantula. Yeah.
0: Tarantula. Kevin finds his uh box of treasures to get some money. With a picture of his girlfriend.
1: Yeah. So about that. What, Buzz's girlfriend? I did some, did you, I got, <laughs> I got a, did you know about this, Jim? Wait, who Buzz's girlfriend is? Yeah. Do you know that? No, I don't know. Okay. Who? Yeah, who's the girl So the girl well. is actually a dude because Chris, Chris Columbus was like, I can't get a picture of a girl as the butt of a joke like that's just horrible. It's not yeah, it's not nice. So they got the production designer's son to dress up as a girl and to take the picture. See then everybody can laugh and then everybody and can nobody laugh. feels bad. And nobody feels bad. Woof. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. Which totally makes sense. Yeah. 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 He's like I just can't do that to to a girl. And yeah, I mean yeah. that'd be a horrible thing to laugh at. Yeah.
2: Um
1: so that was a good call, Chris mm-hmm. Columbus, good call. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's funny. As a kid, the uh, I don't
0: know why I just thought of this, but the when they're getting ready to leave, and the neighborhood kid that shows up.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's how the 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 plot gets. Yeah, you even know, yeah, yeah, even stickier.
0: And when he asks questions, he's he doesn't like he doesn't wait for an answer. Does this get good gas mileage? <laughs> Does this have an automatic transmission? Yeah,
1: yeah. He just keeps going. I out. don't know, kid. Puzzle. Yeah, yeah. That's funny, kid. Yeah, and that's how the parents uh, leave Kevin because they count him as one of the kids because his back's turned. Wait, where did he come from? Because all the other families left off for vacation.
0: He's probably just wandering. They the were getting ready to
1: leave. Oh, they were going somewhere too, right? They were going somewhere local, like or mm-hmm. somewhere within the States. They weren't flying anywhere. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like the whole neighborhood's just out. Yeah. Like it's Christmas. We're all gone. You know. I guess when you got money, you could just you just take off or. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm think I would never want to go anywhere for Christmas, you know. Yeah, that's the one time we don't go. Home. Yeah, you know why? It's because they're saving money.
0: They get they get discount. No, I guess it's more expensive to buy during Christmas. Yeah,
1: or maybe hotels are cheaper because people stay home. Yeah, yeah. So let's let me let me talk about that real quick. Money, right? So yeah. there's a lot of this movie that just went over my head. Right? So I don't know if. We've, what age you were. I mean, obviously you were an adult when you saw well, this. this. Was, yeah, this was 90. So, so were you already like, did you have a kid yet? Yeah. Okay. So you're already.
0: Yeah. See, I had, I had newborns. Okay. I had, I had yeah. toddlers. So that's why I didn't go out to the theater.
1: To, to see right. It. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you could probably watch this movie and be like, man, that, that guy is spending a lot of money. Where does this come from? Yeah. All that flew over my head. I didn't think nothing of the house other than, Oh, that's a nice house. I didn't think nothing of, Uh, them flying to Paris. I didn't think nothing that like they're in first class that the dad's paying for all of it, all that pizza. But you know what got me, you know what scene got me as like, these guys are rich and I wanted to replicate that in my own house. You mean something that they own in the house? It's something. Yes. That they have in the house that says, Hey, we got money or I just thought like oh my gosh that is the most richest thing I've ever seen in my life as a 9 year old in the 90s I don't know is when Kevin comes down the stairs the family's gone he walks into the kitchen and the first thing he does is turn on the television in the kitchen oh a kitchen and I'm like a TV in the kitchen are you kidding me like that is the dream TV. In I the mean, kitchen. I'm an adult now. I don't have a TV in my kitchen. Yeah. But the as fact, a kid, that blew me away. Yeah. The fact that he could just sit there, have his bowl of cereal, and you have that extra TV, watch whatever's going on in the news. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. It's like Back to the Future. Yeah. Like you got t- Yeah. You know we have two of them. Yeah.
0: You got two TVs. You must. You must be rich.
1: That that's what got me. So he's probably got multiple TVs and one in the kitchen.
0: Mm-hmm. All right.
1: So he, yeah. Yeah. And then they had the den TV and it's just, that was cool. And I can remember at one point my mom got a TV for their room and it was like this small little one. It looked like their kitchen TV. And I remember like taking it one time, put it in the kitchen just for fun. Just to have, yeah. And just to eat. And, and, I, it's, and my my parents like understood. They're like, oh yeah. And they kept it in there for a little bit, but they eventually moved it back. Yeah. But that's oh, just me pretending yeah. to be rich.
0: <laughs> you know, one thing that I want to comment on is uh, the production design. Mm. And how everything was red and green, and I didn't catch it first.
1: Oh yeah,
0: I didn't catch it first. Like even the first couple viewings, I just sort of embraced it as a Christmas movie. But every single thing in that house was red and green, and it's not Christmas decorations. No, it's like the house, the house. Yeah, the wallpaper, You're right. the the curtains, the appliances, the everything. Yeah, the sheets in the bedroom. Yeah, uh, which goes to show you money doesn't buy your taste. And <laughs>
2: that, that doesn't true. work. That doesn't that work in true. this
0: case. It was, it was done on purpose. But I mean yeah. everything, like even like the phone, like when they're talking on the phone, that's a green phone. Oh, yeah. that's a green rolling pin in the kitchen. Oh, those are red potholders. Everything. Dang, I, didn't, I never picked up on that. Which always. is interesting because you would think like if they purposely did it, which they did, mm. that people would be like, as soon as they saw it, like, the heck man is a christmas house but you didn't really notice
2: it so much yeah yeah so let me ask you if you were in kevin's
1: shoes and you wake up and your family's gone as a kid as a kid not as an adult but as a kid how would you have felt i would probably cry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you would have panicked? You wouldn't have been I, like Kevin and be like... Yeah,
0: I would probably
1: panic. Because, you know, like, where's everybody? They left without me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I probably would have panicked too, but I also would probably... I like that. And I like what I like. Yeah. But, the, like, he explores the house. Like, he goes everywhere. Yeah, no, He's see... He's never allowed to go. Now, if do. I was,
0: like, just left home by myself and I knew it was okay, mm-hmm. like then I'd be jumping on beds and yeah. stuff. then it'd be having a good time. But if if something seemed wrong, like, like they left me I like the you night, were left behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause that's totally cool. You run around the house
1: and scream and jump on the beds and yeah. Eat all that ice cream, yeah. watch the movies you're not supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess the, that those, the, uh, angels with dirty faces. Movies? Oh,
0: yeah. So is that a real movie? No. And it's not, it's, right? It's made for the movie. Okay, and it was it the seems, very first thing
1: yeah. they filmed for this whole movie. Oh, okay. Was they all got all those scenes out of the way. Okay.
0: Yeah, it was too good to be something that was just, yeah. Wait, Angels with Dirty Faces? That's, yeah. No, that's not that. Angels with Filthy Souls.
1: That's right. Yeah. That's right. Was, Dirty Faces is actually a real movie. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's why we said it. That's why we said it. We're not wrong. No, we're just we're just wrong about we're just not right right about that. All right, okay. All right. Well, we gotta you know as much as like Macaulay culkins Kevin took the movie by storm, right? I feel like I mean this was what propelled him to be the household name. He's the star. Everyone knew who he was, right? Yeah, I mean he he mean he's the movie. He's you know he's
0: the funny kid. Yeah, he's he's doing the. You know, he's in the bathroom and taking a shower and doing what his dad does and puts some aftershave on and
1: mm-hmm. the famous scene where he's slapping his face and screaming. You know, it's funny. If anything, this movie proves that he can survive without his family.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he can take care of the house. He can do his laundry. Yeah, he went shopping. He went shopping. And for some reason, he needed a
0: toothbrush. I don't know why. Because it was packed in his luggage. Oh, yeah. very good. Okay.
1: Well, why does he feel it necessary to do laundry? Because a lot of his clothes were in the laundry, so he has only leftover clothes at home. And he's, you know, he yeah. uses them. in yeah. laundry. Okay. And, uh, and, you know, it's fun to do laundry for the first time. Time ever in your yeah, life first, yeah, and one you think, time, like, oh, I'm adulting, and then you realize this sucks. I never want to do this again. Yeah. It's just easier to go buy yeah. new shirts. Yeah. Anyways,
0: but um He's walking down the street with the bags, the shopping bags, and they break. I keep looking to see how they pulled that off. Like how they get in the How they do that guy, yeah. A little monofilament, yeah. a little blade. Did they have a remote remote control thing in the bag? I bet that's what it was.
1: You know, as a guy that carries shopping bags from the car to my house yeah like for the last 30 years of my life i don't understand how i can tell just how light those bags were as he's walking yeah you can tell like you're not really carrying anything kevin yeah there's a bunch of empty boxes in there yeah (laughs) but yeah somehow the the that are have you ever had one blow out the bottom? I've never
0: have. Well, I've had the like the handle. Yeah, bl- like, I've like had the, the handle s- bust or the all side the time. split. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, it's a hassle. Yeah, a flipping hassle. Man. Yeah,
0: but it's a great gag, and then, you know that's the thing about this movie. It has so many like just funny gags that they don't have to be real. They're just yeah. Which which so we need to get into the whole uh, wet bandit. Yeah,
1: so I was gonna say, is a wet bandit. Like time. Kevin was great. Everyone loved them. Yeah. But man, the wet bandits are what make this movie too. Man, these guys are You can't have this movie without them. Yeah. Yeah. And that Daniel Stern, Joe Pesci. Yeah. And you know, I I had known Joe Pesci because I watched that movie Goodfellas. Okay. And like he's playing a very different character. I could imagine. He's a mob boss. He kills people. A lot of foul language, which I saw the movie at a very young age because that was another movie my grandpa worked on. Oh, and Fred Jones. You know, yep. Fred Jones. Be- right. And because for some reason, I don't know what my parents were thinking. They think, oh, my grandpa's only going to work on family friendly, nice movies. And they had no idea what Goodfell was about until I watched it by myself. Oh, nice. Amazing movie. Yeah. Like I feel like it's one of my top favorite movies of all time. Did you feel like Kevin like, it, with a big bowl of ice cream watching it and kind of freaking oh, yeah. out? I'm definitely looking over my shoulder like, I know I shouldn't be watching this, but I'm going to keep watching. Because it definitely like formed my cinematic yeah. mind at a very yeah. young age. Yeah. And uh anyways, when my parents saw it later, they were like, "Oh, no." no. <laughs> like, I don't think watch this? I don't think so. Yeah, and then there's a whole funny story about me getting in trouble at school for writing mafia stories, but mm-hmm. I'll save that for a different story, different time. Um, but uh, he yeah so that's how I knew Joe, Joe Pesci and uh, see and
0: I didn't know him that well but Daniel, Daniel Stern I knew him from Breaking away yeah yeah did you see Breaking away I did, I did. Yeah, yeah. Movie. yeah yeah great movie. on
1: your request that was a Jims that's you, a movie you've got to see that was a good Breaking movie
0: Breaking away I think yeah. it's 1977 70 something great movie yeah but Daniel Stern is in you know a younger Daniel Stern top top comedy, funny. Mm Yeah. 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 But this is, this is kind of his, 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 his claim to fame, right? Home Alone or did was, was he,
2: he didn't, he he, wasn't
0: Frank and weenie. It could have been that performance was outstanding. Yeah. Okay. So we we think Daniel Stern, you think Home Alone. Yeah. That or City Slickers. Oh, City Slickers. One of those two. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He narrated, Didn't he narrate the Wonder Years?
1: He did narrate yeah. The Wonder Years. he's the voice. And that's of the kind Wonder of a years. big deal.
0: Yeah. Is that it, Daniels? No, I'm. Now there's got to be ton ton a ton of other things.
1: Of, I but, know, but, but I, you're right. But these are his like his movies. Yeah. Um, and I guess he was like, uh, he wasn't. Well, he was their first choice, but he refused the role. Yeah. He I, some I other guy, I can't remember his name. He wanted too much money or something, right? Daniel Stern or, wanted too much money. Yeah. But the other guy just was not jiving with Pesci and everybody else and so they brought back Daniel Stern yeah and I guess him and they have worked in movies before so they had great chemistry yeah which you can tell um so one thing I was reading uh about them and I guess a lot of people in the movie didn't think that this movie was going to work they thought this was a stupid premise It's not going to work. It's not going to be a hit. Well, I can imagine like when you're doing it, you're doing like Pratt Falls and and, and
0: simple slapstick stuff. You're thinking like, this is going to be dumb. This is going to be dumb. Yeah.
1: And so, so Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern said to each other, like, look, let's just ham it up. Yeah. And they hammed it up. They didn't think like no one was ever going to take this movie seriously. So they just on purpose did things just to make each other laugh. Yeah. And so turns out that was perfect. It worked. Yeah. It works. Yeah and um
0: okay okay so what's what's the the kevin one of kevin's uh attack plans like the worst one for you
1: like the one that gets me every single time. yeah like you just cringe and you can't watch it's probably the same one it's the uh it's the the foot and the needle
0: yeah every time yep every time I can have, you know, slipping, falling, you know, on the ice yep. and the steps and the stepping on. Even the, the fire on the head, which fire on the head, man, as, so, as
1: soon as he puts his foot up and he's barefooted on yep. that nail. Oh. And even too, like, even when he goes into the, when Daniel Stern goes into the, uh, and you break in his foot and all the ornaments, yeah. that's not as bad, but no. the nail, it's in, that the nail foot, in the foot and you see like the look on Harry's face, <laughs> um, or Marv's face. Yeah. just like you feel his oh, pain
0: so bad yeah when I wash it and I just kind of covered my I covered my eyes yeah I
1: can't watch this I just can't watch it
0: even though it's peeking through my fingers
1: yeah oh. all right so one of my all-time favorite scenes has to do with the wet bandits um I just there's just so much to unpack in this scene like I, I when I think of things that are funny I always think of like what's this person thinking or what would this you know what's the overall like that's what makes me laugh like can you imagine what this person was thinking when this is happening? But it's when um Marv is going in to scope out the house because Harry's waiting in the car. He says, Go scope it out. Yeah. And uh he's like looking around, and then Kevin does the presses play on the angels with filthy souls. Right? I say it right? Yeah. do yeah. yeah. Um wait, is this this is he does it with the pizza guy he first? He does it with the pizza guy first. first and that's great. Yeah. Yeah. But he does it with this guy and this is the time he actually like puts the like firecrackers in yeah, the pan to yeah. make it even louder and he just kind of like panics. He doesn't know what to do and he does it real quick, gets that going just so that there's voices in the house Um, and just the fact that like he's listening to the story, you hear someone gets shot and he runs back and he's like dodging bullets Yeah, and he goes back, he goes, oh man, there, there's two, there's someone already beat us to the job and they're in there and then one guy shot the other guy, and he blew the other guy away. It's like they're thinking like a whole murder had just taken place in this house. <laughs> yeah. and yeah. I don't know that this part just cracks that's me great. up. Snakes, Damn. yeah. I I don't I don't know no snakes. Yeah, so who was in there? He goes, I don't know, but one guy's was named snakes. I don't know what snakes. I don't know. All right, well let's just see who it is who comes out the house. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know, like that 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 would that's like a plot for a whole nother movie, like hey, these robbers are going to rob a house, but they actually rob a house where a murder takes place, and now they're like, we can't get framed for this murder. you know. We were just there to rob yeah. the house. We weren't there to murder. So it's like a whole different cool movie.
0: Yeah, love that scene. That's a great, yeah. My favorite scene, well, the, a lot of them, but was when Kevin grabs the tarantula and puts it on Daniel Stern's face. Yes. And his scream. His scream is so perfect. It's so perfect. And I'm kind of wondering if like, that was kind of real because like if somebody actually put a tarantula
1: on your face, I think it was real. It'd be like, I might scream too. So from what I understand, I think you, I know you've seen, um, gosh, what's that? Netflix, Netflix. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, Netflix,
0: the do, movies do, that do. made us. Yes. Movies that made us. Yeah. So
1: they did one for home alone. Yeah. I recommend it. I almost, everyone should watch that. Almost watched it. I again, almost did too. That's funny. Like, mm. Uh, but, uh, I guess in there, they, the whole time they kept telling him they were going to put a, a fake one. So don't worry. It's a fake. But when it came down to shooting, they said, okay, we're actually going to use a real one. We kind of need to. And right. yeah, he got that scream was like legit. Yeah. He was genuinely terrified. Cause then I, didn't he say like, oh, I
0: got that scream from like, I made it up, but I think he actually really screamed. I think he really screamed. I think he really screamed. Yeah. He's just covering for himself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, that's good. I think I saw somebody, didn't they do like a tat, someone did a tattoo of his face with a spider on it. Like it's that much of an iconic <laughs> like, scene iconic. that they have a tattoo of Daniel Stern with a tarantula on their face. Yeah. It's like those, um, have you seen like uh, like Jeff Goldblum tattoos? Have you
2: seen that? Like yeah. Like all these
0: people have like just tattoos of Jeff Goldblum. Like laying
1: laying in Jurassic Park with his yeah. shirt off. And... Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was good. Daniel's, yeah. But the whole series of, of slapstick gags, I mean, they're all good, mm-hmm. you know. And there's not really like a lot of them, but they're just each one is just just so funny. Yeah, like when he put, sticks his head through the through the doggy
1: door and just gets the BB gun to the face, right in the forehead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or the paint cans to the to the face. Yeah, going up the stairs. Yeah, he gets them with one, and the next one comes down. Don't we're all good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and then when he finally gets into the treehouse. And Marley's like, oh, we got to get him. He's going to call the ho- cops. He goes, from a tree house? they got to call the cops.
0: Uh, so good. Let's talk about the heartwarming scene that we move right into when Kevin goes to the church.
1: Meets old man Marley. Old man Marley there. Yeah. So I have a question about that. Yeah. When does this whole movie take place? Is it Christmas Eve? Is it just Christmas time? Well, they do. They have the, he has the
0: Christmas day moment. And that was, that was the next morning. Right. Cause then the cops were arresting the, when does he eat the mac and cheese? Was that Christmas night
1: he, or, or Christmas oh, Eve? Sh- Spoiler. He does not eat that mac and cheese. Well, he's going to eat the mac and cheese. <laughs> um, I think Christmas, so. Cause he Christmas leaves Eve? the church, right? Maybe, yeah, maybe he goes to the church on Christmas Eve. I was always like, that's a sad church. I mean, it's a beautiful looking church, but like there's like hardly no one there. Nobody's in there. But there's a full choir singing their hearts out, right? No one's there to watch them. Like how sad is that? Yeah, where are all the parents? Where are all the parents? How many
0: kids are in there? At least what, two dozen and no parents?
1: Singing beautifully too. Yeah. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess they needed to stand
1: out in the scene as kind of being by themselves. That's true. So they can have their conversation. Yeah. But that's great. It's a great, great moment. It really is. And like it, it, you know, this is the point where like Kevin's kind of, he's exhausted all his options. He knows they're coming. He's, you know, he had that moment where he designed all, where it looked like there was a party in the house, which again, I can't get over. Kevin was a, is, is a genius. He is a genius. Like for him to do all that, you know, to survive on his own, to do these traps. Um, you know, he's probably running out of money. You know, like all the fun is all starting to wear off. He's starting to miss his family. He's getting tired. He's getting tired. Yeah. And so he just walks into church, and the last person he expected to see was the South Bend Shovel Slayer. Right. Yeah. And he's like, oh, if you see me, you can say hello, you know? <laughs> yeah.
0: He's all cleaned up, he's, mm-hmm. all, he's all dressed up for church and looks a little less threatening. Yeah. 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 But they have a nice conversation. They do. And Kevin offers us some great advice too. Confesses. He confesses a story of his, of his
1: son, how they had a falling out. And, and, uh, so to that, let's, let's, let's get into like what the deeper theme of this whole movie is. Um, and you know, I, I think across the board, the word is reconciliation. Mm -hmm. And, and so there's, there's a lot of that going on. And the first reconciliation moment is kevin with and the old man because like you know kevin has a belief of oh, who this yeah. guy is yeah and so that's the first moment of well let me tell you who i really am kevin warms up starts talking to him mm-hmm. and then it becomes like this like nice little peer almost peer-to-peer moment yeah like, hey hear me out let me tell you about your problem now okay i'm gonna hear you out and like there was a mutual respect there yeah, between this old man and this kid, which is really, really cool. Yeah.
0: And they're both dealing with the same
1: issue. And they're both dealing with the same issue. Yeah. I
0: mean, yes. But yeah. You Kevin know, has an offense towards his family and his mom. And, it, it, and, and, and
1: it's yeah. almost as if like, look, this is where if, if Kevin, he's, most, he's probably like, as the old man is like, look, if you keep up this way of your life and the way you think you're going to end up like me, you know, mm. and not, And have, so don't do that. Yeah. And then Kevin comes in with more optimistic, like, look, it's not too late. Like you can still get this back. Yeah. You know, so. He needed that. He needed somebody to tell him that, you know. He did. Yeah. Yeah. And so I I love that, you know, because that, that is, you know, we can say that like the Bible and Christianity is all about forgiveness. Like we always say that like, oh, Jesus died for the forgiveness for our sins. And that is true, but it's also very limiting and truly what God did. You know, I don't don't know about you, but I have forgiven people, but I have not, I can forgive someone, but it doesn't necessarily mean like I'm still going to be in a relationship with them. Mm. So reconciliation is is so much bigger than forgiveness. Like you can, like if God was all about just forgiveness, it would have been like, yeah, you're fine but I want nothing to do with you, right? You're forgiven. You're good. Yeah.
0: Reconciliation. Yeah. That has, you have to, you're going to continue a relationship with that person, regardless of their behavior Mm -hmm. or how they've offended you. And that's a big deal.
1: It's a big deal. And that's what God did for us. He reconciled us to him. Mm -hmm. So he's not, God's not saying like, I don't, I know what you did. I know who you are, but it doesn't matter. You're still gonna, I'm still reconciling to my, to me. So to me, it's so much bigger because again, it doesn't change the hurt that Kevin had with his family, or even just the mean things he said to his mom doesn't, Mm -hmm. nothing changes there. Doesn't change the whole thing with whatever that issue is with the Marley and his son, but it's the choice to not only to forgive, but to, but to be back in relationship to have that Christmas morning, you know, and it's a very sweet scene at the end where, you know, Kevin's looking out the window and, The grandpa's holding his granddaughter. The dad's going in the house and they lock eyes. Yeah. Almost like a
0: nonverbal thank you. Yeah. And the whole family realizes that relationship is more important than any offense that happened. Yeah. You know, spilt milk and, and, uh, you know. Except for that uncle.
2: Yeah, that guy, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But his immediate family's back. Yeah. And the mom is, um is back with them.
0: She made it back home. She just waited a day. If she just waited one day, she could have just flew
1: home. Oh, yeah. And let's give a little shout out to John Candy. John Candy. Yeah. Can you believe that? Yeah. Polka King. Yeah. And that's another thing too. I mean, I knew who John Candy was, you know, before this movie came out. Didn't know who Macaulay Culkin was. I I don't even think I put two and two together that he's a kid from Uncle Buck. Yeah. But, you know, definitely know who John Candy is. No, which was, what came first, Uncle Buck
0: or Home Alone? Uncle Buck came first. Okay, because yeah. he kind of did the same, because then Uncle Buck, Macaulay Culkin, did kind of the same, like, funny singing over, singing when he's doing the dishes mm-hmm. kind of thing. Kind of yeah. the same gag that he did, which is great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I guess,
1: like, the, the, the story goes is that when John, John, yeah, he wanted, John, when John Hughes was writing the story, he's like, oh, I want to write a story that has the kid from uncle buck and Dell from planes, trains and automobiles. Oh. And so, uh, so he wrote that he wrote those scenes for them. And when Christopher Columbus was like, I guess this is like one of his first movies. He's really directing or like another shot because I guess like his other ones were not, they were good, but they weren't, you know, they were considered flops. Um, he kind of wanted to still find his own kid. Not what John wanted. But then he found out that like, oh no, there's no one per, better than Macaulay Culkin. Well, it's funny, one. they never, but,
0: but John Candy and, and Macaulay never played a scene together. No, though. Which is, I wonder if that's what John Hughes had in mind, that they, they would be playing a scene together because they're so good together
1: or he just liked both. He just char- liked them both. You liked, know, like, like the he, characters. He, yeah, that... you see that he likes his friends He he knows who he yeah. wants and yeah. who he can, who we can get. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I guess John—it was as a favor. John Candy didn't even—he just asked for his scale pay, which is what he has to be paid by the union. Yeah, didn't ask for any money. Only did one whole full day of work. Mm. Yeah, it's not a big part—not a big part. Yeah.
0: But memorable. Memorable. Played it perfect. Played it perfect. Polka King. Yeah. Polka polka polka.
1: I think it's time to battle this out. All right. With our trivia. Well, Jim, you won last week, and I have. Thought long and hard of you're taking these losses pretty bad, aren't you? I am, and I'm not understanding it. Um, but uh, because I'm not a competitive guy and I really don't care. I know, I know, and for some reason it makes it worse, but um, (laughs) it is what it is. So let's get into Home Alone,
3: let's get into this Christmas trivia battle, all right? And um, okay, well, you guys blew through all of my easy questions. So one wow. of them was about the fish hooks mm. um, The other was the name of the pizza place Which is Little Nero's Little Pizza Little Nero's um, and The other one you guys got was the angels with filthy souls I wasn't sure if you guys were going to cover that or not mm-hmm. But we still got some left All right. um, All right. There's maybe like two easy ones And then the rest are pretty hard <laughs> Okay, so well, uh, who wants to go first? Jim, since
1: you had one last, you can choose. Do you want me to go first or do you want you to go first? You go first.
3: Okay. Perfect, because the first one is very hard.
0: No, I, I didn't, swear you're no,
3: no, you no, you no, you in cahoots. We are not, we are not in no, ca- We not are cahoots. on cahoots. Like, I actually watched it before he did the, this on this All right, one. give me the hard well, one. Oh, that's right, you did. Yeah. I watched it before they watched it. Um, Let's go. All right, so I feel like you might know this one, though. What year did the South Bend Shovel Slayer allegedly kill his family and half the people on his block? I don't know. <laughs> Buzz says it. He says, back in, back in blank. 68. That was close, 58. Oh, I shouldn't have said anything because you could have got the steal. Well, oh, I, I, that's a bummer. I, I had no okay. idea what it was. Okay. Yeah, And he turned his victims into mummies. Yeah. Kevin <laughs> right. says,
2: Mommies.
3: Oh, mommies. <laughs> all right okay you ready for the your question could you live in a place with snow
1: every time i see that scene like nope. not of, where uh, i it's gonna be like my life where i have to like shovel just to get to go to the store yeah that'd be rough, huh? be rough. Yeah. yeah i guess yeah. people get used to it it's just like yeah it's just part of then you gotta pay for like undercoating for your cars oh, trash just like your like a- cars and just shoveling all the tassel, man man freaking hassle mm. god
0: we live in california right? all, all our listeners that live in snow areas are mm-hmm. looking at, looking at us just
1: thinking man what a couple of wimps yeah 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 but you know what i can handle an earthquake
0: oh yeah no problem sleep. Yeah, I I get, sleep i get up
1: on the table and pretend i'm surfing when there's an earthquake oh
0: i just sleep right through them yeah. sleep right through them yeah. all right
3: yep yeah. all right next question okay what is the name of the chatty kid who lives across the street? Oh, he comes in when they're loading up the van. He comes up, he says his name, and he just starts yapping.
0: Does this van get good gas mileage?
1: I don't know the kid's name. Is it Miles? No, that was just a guess. I don't, know. I don't know. It's Mitch Murphy. Mitch Murphy. He comes cool. up, he says,
3: hi, I'm Mitch Murphy. I live across the street. Are you guys going to?
1: <laughs> yep. Mitch Murphy.
0: That
2: Mitch sounds Murphy. right. Yeah. And
3: and so you guys mentioned this, but his family goes to Florida. Florida. Yeah. And Kevin mentions it too. He, I thought the Murphys went to Florida, Florida when he sees the van in their driveway. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Which is that it's his house that they robbed first. So Mitch mm-hmm. Murphy got all this stuff, Jack. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Poor Mitch Murphy. Mitch Murphy. <laughs>
3: Okay, you ready? Yep. All this right. This is my question. This is, this is, I would say this is an easier one. What's the name of the business on the side of the robber's van? You see it so many times. Yeah, you do see it a lot.
1: Something, something plumbing.
3: It is plumbing. I don't know. Steel.
0: Do you know it? Oh, yeah. Because I was always curious as to what, are the, what, what business are they masquerading as. It's O okay K plumbing. It's like, O okay K plumbing, Dang and it's it. not like O okay, K. It's like O H O-H and then K A Y, like O okay K oh, plumbing. Yeah, yeah. I can see it now. Yeah.
3: All right, that's a steal.
0: And I love, it, I love it when they, when they're when they're dr- pulling out of the driveway, and Kevin walks right in the front of the of the van, and they hit the brakes, and he's like, you know, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: I always wonder how they did that. Like if they, because that's kind of a scary shot. To, to, he he was like, I wonder if it was like right up on it.
1: You know what's it called?
0: Oh, when he like wasn't really like. It looks like he's in front yeah, of it, but he's, but he's not. really
1: not. in the camera—it's like a perspective. I was thinking that maybe oh.
0: they just like, they just cabled off the van, so it would only go just so far. Or maybe it safe. wasn't even
1: a real car. Maybe it was just the front of a car. Like oh, that could be that they yeah, like that. Like it's not a real car, Kevin.
3: Yeah, they could have just done a, that—a fake front. Yeah. Huh.
1: All right. What's this question?
3: All right. Um, Wait. What's the score so far? One nothing. Oh. Yeah, it's one nothing. And you got the steal, so I think it's your question Yeah, it's his question. All right, my question, yeah. This is a tough one. I'm going to
0: get more competitive just to make you feel better.
3: How many times does the statue in front of the McAllister's house get knocked over?
0: Well, the pizza guy knocked it over twice. I'm just going to say twice.
3: Okay. Steal.
0: Three Three, times.
3: Three times. Oh. There's a third time you don't see it, but you see someone putting it back up. up. Yeah, it's the, the, the...
1: Police? No, um... The airline people. The airline there to pick guy. Them up.
3: He's picking it up while the other guy is knocking on the door. Which means oh, at the I very beginning, yeah. it's no. uh, so like it's okay. knocked over three times. So yeah. All right. One one. That was a steal too. That was a steal. All right. Next question. Okay. So Kevin goes and asks Santa to bring his family home for Christmas. Before he leaves, Santa gives him something. What is it? Candy cane.
2: Oh
1: no no no. No, I know what it is. Can I say it? All right. It's bubble gum.
3: No, you're wrong. a stick of gum? It's not a stick of gum. And it's uh, not a candy cane. Steel.
0: Go for the steel. Green Tic Tacs.
3: Yes. He gives them He gives him, oh, he gives him three spirit Tic Tacs. Wow. Okay. And
0: you know what I was? I was thinking, and they're green. I was thinking because everything's red and green. Red and green. Green. All right. Green Tic Tacs. Right, Give so him his next question.
3: two. It's two one. <laughs>
0: Okay, you ready? I like that sound. It was fun. That was a great scene. That was a good scene. <laughs> no, 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 no. I can't, yeah, I can't Santa's leave. santa has got to give you something. Got to give you something, kid. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
3: so what is the name of the polka band that gives Kevin's mom a ride? The name of the pol- the band? What's oh, the the, 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 band?
0: Keno- the Kenosha Kickers. Yep, that's it. It's Gus. Pulisky I actually knew
3: that. And the Kenosha Kickers. I thought I was gonna be able to steal that. All right. So what is it? Three, one. Alright Michael, you ready? Yep. Okay, so on on that, what is the instrument that Gus Polinski is playing when they're in the back of the van? It's not the clarinet. It's the clarinet. Okay. <laughs> that is correct. All right. Three two. <laughs> okay, this so these last two, these are both tough. Um so in the church scene, Kevin mentions a sweater. That he got from his grandparents on Christmas. That sweater has what kind of animal knitted on it? Wait, whose question is
0: this? It's yours. It's
3: yours. Oh, Big Bird. Oh, no, Big Bird's
0: on the, on the other person's sweater that got... Steel? Wait, I'm going to stick with Big Bird. Big Bird.
3: Like from Sesame Street? Yeah. That's not it. It's ducks. He... Okay. Well, you guys are both right and wrong. It's just a bird. So I don't know how to deal See I thought he said A big
1: bird I thought he said but big no bird. He, he specified Asked him like from Sesame Street And you said yes Well because he said big bird So you can't But but that's no, like he, saying It's a mouse Like you, you mean a from bird. Disneyland Or
3: a mouse He says a bird Not big bird I thought well, You
1: asked
0: from Sesame Street Well what's the difference Between a big bird And big bird Big bird is like a character Everyone knows that
1: But that's, he said big bird No if if you didn't specify and say wait from Sesame Street, that now you're you're definitely like choosing something else.
0: Okay. Well I'm I'm my official answer is big bird from Sesame Street. That's, That's not
3: what he says though.
0: A big bird. I understand that. He doesn't even say big. That's fine. He says he says He says a bird. So I got
3: a sweater with a bird knitted on it. We're both wrong. And then, he, and, then he, and then he talks about the kid he tried to wear pajamas to school and the kids were going to beat him up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he,
0: he beat did. Up the, stuff he wore like pa- pa- Yeah, he wore pajamas at school and then the kids beat him up.
3: Yeah. So, and you said ducks. I said ducks. So, we'll go frog. <laughs> so right. we're both wrong. Okay. All right. Moving on. All right, all right. None of you guys get that one. Yeah. All right. all right, so last question. So if I get this, we tie. Yes. What is the name of the cashier that Kevin meets when he's shopping by himself? She doesn't say it. It's you, Holly. No. You're close, though.
0: The one that quest, the questions him? Like, yeah, like where's Like, where's your mom? Yeah. She, he's, he's in the car.
3: She doesn't say it, but you can see it on her name tag.
0: That's a rough one. It's, it's, yeah. I have no idea. Then
1: can I guess one more time?
0: If he doesn't know.
3: All right.
0: Yeah. We just want to keep guessing until we get it? No, I'll, t- I'll make
1: one more guess.
3: we we'll let him guess first.
1: Mary. Nope. Heather, no, that's it.
3: Sally, yes, it's Sally.
0: Is it really? Yeah. I (laughs) just, I just threw that out. I just literally just threw that out. but I
3: I, I can't. Yeah, that was just
0: that was a wild guess.
3: (laughs) All right. Well, that's my trivia. That's what I had. That was everything. So
0: does that mean I won again? Yeah, you won again. You won
3: again.
1: (laughs) Bonus question: The Kenosha Kickers. Yeah. Where are they really big at? Big in like they're. They're famous in one city. They had a big hit. They sold 600. Which, come
3: on. You didn't ha- You didn't want to ask that they question? They sold 600 and some I albums. Uh, I was just like, well, what's their name? Uh, uh,
1: what? Sheboygan. Sheboygan. They're really big in Sheboygan. Yeah. <laughs> polka, polka, polka. <laughs> polka, 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 <laughs> All polka. All right. All right. So what are your final thoughts and ratings on this film? Uh, final thoughts. Um great Christmas movie.
0: It's got heart. Mm. It's got slapstick comedy. It's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Timeless. I don't think this movie's ever really going to age, age out. It's yeah. It's good. Great. Um, uh, my rating is an 8.7, which I kind of think I rated it too low, but.
1: Okay. But,
0: uh, it's still good. It's so, it's, it's almost a nine. No. Yeah. It's great. It's yeah. a good
1: movie. I mean, it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, so uh, for a movie that for a movie that really hyped up and like really pushed the idea of a kid fighting off burglars and that's the movie you think you're going to watch. And then you realize that that only happens at the last 20 minutes of the movie. Mm -hmm. um, You feel like you could feel like you got ripped off and you got gypped, but it's still an amazing movie. And even as a young kid thinking that's what I was going to see through the whole movie. There wasn't a moment that I wasn't like glued to this film.
0: Well, you got, you got so much more that you got him. Like, you got so much more. He's like the man of the house. Yeah. He's, he's shopping. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's taking the stair, the sleigh
1: down the stairs. And, and so I just think, yeah. I just think it's just amazing. It's an amazing story. Amazing writing. It's got something for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't, you know, I know, like I, I, I. Do you know anyone who doesn't like this movie? I mean, maybe they don't love it, but I've never heard anyone speak ill of it. No, you know what I mean. No. So, I, I, I love this movie. I watch it every year in Christmas time. My kids love this movie. Their kids are gonna love this movie. Mm-hmm. Their their kids, their grandkids, and right. so on and so on and so on. I give this movie an eight point eight. Oh, so um, we're close. Yeah, we're pretty close. Yeah. Um, but just. A movie that everybody needs to see. So, all right. Well, I have one more question.
0: Why is there a little E in the Home Alone logo? Oh, that's because. Do you know? There's got to be a reason why, right? No, I don't know. I'm thinking that's like, those are like the family members and like, I can, and like, the there's one, one out standout. One, one standout, yes. and
1: he's small and he's a little awkward. Mm-hmm. And all the other brothers and sisters and cousins, they don't really understand him. Yeah, Like I said, I think Kevin gets a bad rap with his family. Yeah. Home Alone-A. Because it kind of looks like Home Alone-A. Yeah. Yeah. Home Alone-A. Yeah. From John Hughes. All right. All right. Well, that wraps it up. All right. If you have made it this far, again, we thank you. And please give us a like and consider subscribing so you do not miss the next one. And if you have seen home alone then mention in the comments tell us what you think about it what was your favorite scene
0: tell us why you like it
1: tell us why you like it and if
0: you don't like it let us know yeah and uh... well, we'll
1: send you a lump of coal